everybody. Welcome to another podcast of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore, and today what I want to talk about is a bit of a sneak preview for a session I'm doing for MGMA's annual conference this October in New Orleans. My session is Monday morning. You know, uh, Fortunately, not the bright and early Monday morning, but Monday morning from 9.40 to 11.25. You think, what on earth? An hour and 45 minutes? What are you going to talk about for an hour and 45 minutes? I'll tell you what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about patient access. We're going to talk about measuring, managing, and mastering patient access in medical practices. My friends at MGMA Stat, and if you're not familiar with MGMA Stat, it's a weekly text-based poll. Every Tuesday, they send a, a text message question. So it's got to be short, right? It's a text message. And then Thursdays, they'll send the answers. And they do it every week. You don't have to be a member of MGMA to join MGMA Stat. And if you'd like to join, it's free. It's just text the word Excel to 33550. And they'll send you a Tuesday question. And every Thursday, they send you the answers and a fancy little graphic with a little more information about what they're talking about. It's a great way to get a pulse on what's going on in in, uh, healthcare and medical practices today. So an MGMA stat question from uh, a year ago almost, uh, September of 2018. The question was, what is your level of satisfaction with your organization's patient access process? What do you think of your patient access? And the uh, responses came back. 20% was high. We love it. 51% 51% was moderate, and 23% was low. We hate it, and 6% were unsure. So pretty much 20%-ish said it was good and bad, and kind of the remainder were in the middle. The, I think the takeaway is most people weren't very ecstatic about it. And then the the very interesting thing that MGMA Stat did, that they don't do with most of their questions, but they did on this one, was they said, hey, Give us a little bit more feedback. Again, text message format. It's not long, but what do you think of your patient access? And some of the patient access comments that came back were, physicians are allowed to change schedules too frequently and with very little advance notice. I fear providers and patients are both entrapped by EHR companies. Patients want to schedule their appointment online, not just request an appointment. We're still not using technology the best benefit. And then here's one I just love. Their answer was epic. You can take that for what it's worth, but their patient access is epic. Lack of staff participation. Patients had better access in the past. It's staffed by a centralized referral center that doesn't have any clinical ex- expertise. I wish it was more automated. And it goes on and on, comments like this with frustrations around patient access. And the kind of uh, concluding thought there is this comment. It's too complex for our patients. It can be very daunting and cause frustration prior to them ever being seen. The process needs to be simplified. Amen to that. So the entire conversation for that hour and 45 minutes in New Orleans is what can we do around patient access? And so the way it's going to roll is, if you haven't heard me speak recently, it's a very interactive. It's going to be a lot of discussion. It's not just Nate reading slides. That's not what's happening. It's a lot more interactive discussion around what folks are doing around patient access. And there are six topics that we're going to work around in this session, really in the order that the audience is interested in. We may only get to two or three of these topics. We may get to all six, depending on what folks have to say and the examples that are there. But here are the six topics to listen for in that session Monday morning. First one's how to measure supply and demand when it comes to patient access. Second one is no-shows. That's all. (laughs) It's a good bet that we're going to spend some time talking about no-shows. There's lots of people that want to talk about how to reduce no-shows in medical practice because every no-show you know, not only does it waste the practice time and the provider time, but it wastes a slot that a patient that's been on a wait list for days, weeks, months, wanting to get in, wanting to get in, can't get in because this patient no-showed. What can we do to reduce reduce no-shows? Third thing on the list is unsold appointments. 
appointments that never do get sold. So we've got an appointment template out there. We got the staff there. We got the provider there, but we don't have the patient there. And what can we do to identify and reduce those unsold appointment slots so we're more efficient with the capacity we have to do a better job of meeting patient access demands? Another topic out there is how to attract patients. On Some folks are more worried about managing the demand they have, and other practices are trying to build business and how do I attract patients and get the demand side up in this supply-demand balance that is patient access. We're going to talk about wait time. So part of patient access is, you know, how long does it take to get an appointment, see the provider I want to see, that kind of thing. But part of it is, now that I'm here in the practice, part of patient access is getting to the provider that I'm here to see in the first place. And how can I speed up the the lobby and the whole registration process and the rooming process and whatever to be more efficient with the time I have. If I can see two or three more patients a day in a clinic without having to increase staff or increase providers, that benefit goes certainly straight to the bottom line, but it's also two or three more patients that are not on the wait list that are getting seen sooner and are more likely to be satisfied because we've reduced the wait times. And then the sixth topic that we're going to talk about in New Orleans is to make existing appointments count. And what I mean by that is, if you've got an appointment, is the patient seeing the right provider the first time? Or are they going to come in and say, oh, I'm sorry, we should have scheduled it with my partner, get back in line for another three weeks. And we waste the provider's time, the practice's time, and most especially in that case, the patient's time trying to get to the right provider. Another thing when it comes to making existing appointments count is what can we do to capture problems that would have prevented the appointment from happening before the appointment ever happens. Maybe they've got the wrong insurance or maybe we don't have the labs back or the x-rays back or something like that. So the, the patient's going to show up and we're not going to be prepared or the patient's not going to have what they need. We're wasting the patient slot. We're wasting the practice and the provider's time to do that kind of thing. Do we use advanced practitioners and how do you use advanced practitioners to maximize the use of our, our scarce resource that is providers and what's the balance of when do you see an advanced practitioner versus when do you see a doctor and how to get that balance right and what drives that balance because it's going to be different based on the competitive environment in your market. We'll talk a bit about how to identify and track global period appointments. How do we look at how long a patient's going to last and how, how in other words, if if I was uh, Netflix, for example, how, what is an average subscription like? How long do people last with Netflix? Is it the average two years or four years or six years or one year or whatever? How long does a patient last in our practice? Am, do I intervene once and am I done? Or is this a long-term relationship? And how long is that long-term relationship? And how do I manage demand around, okay, I expect a patient to last for X amount of years or months or whatever. And how do I make sure I have enough providers? And how do I make sure I've got enough new patients coming in? How do I think about if I'm a surgeon and I've got you know X amount of appointment slots coming up next month and it takes me three new patient appointments to fill a surgery next month and I got 10 appointment slots, that means I need 30 new patient appointments and how do I manage supply and demand? There are all kinds of things that we're going to talk about along those ideas and we're going to do it in a session from 940 to 1125, EXT01, Extended Session 01, Monday morning in New Orleans at the MGM Annual Conference. Plan on being there. I think it will be a very interesting, productive discussion. Again, I'm not reading slides. I'm saying, what do you want to talk about? And based on those topics and based on the experience of the audience, there's going to be interactivity. There's going to be polling questions. There's going to be surveys. There's going to be examples of what 
practices around the country are doing to deal with these six issues around supply and demand and no-shows and unsold appointments and attracting patients, wait times and existing appointments, all that good stuff. I think you'll find the discussion very beneficial for your practice, and I look forward to seeing you in New Orleans in October at MGMA's annual conference. Thanks for joining me for today's Big Ideas. If you're coming to New Orleans, great. Stop by and say hi. If for whatever reason you can't make New Orleans, give some thought to how you can improve patient access in your practice. It'll be a win for your practice, it'll be a win for your providers, and it'll be a big win for your patients. Thanks for joining me today.